0: to another episode of the Nintendo Retail Podcast. I am Triforce Todd. Joining me today is Warrior Will.
1: Happy Octopath Traveler rele- Octopath Traveler two release day, everybody! And yeah, just can't believe it. Can you believe it? We're already at the end of February and going to March soon. And, like so much games to- as well that's been released. It's like uh, I have no time for games anymore. And we're going into spring season now.
0: Yeesh. Yeah, I I don't know what happened to February. Like I remember what. Oh, we're we're now in February, and I look and it's the twenty third at the time of this recording. Like, how?
1: It was only yesterday. I was in Malaysia for three weeks, and like, oh, yeah. wait, I'm already done with Malaysia now, right? <laughs> it's like in a
0: few days we'll be one sixth of the way through the year. Like, how? Ugh.
1: Yep, time is fleeting. Time is fleeting.
0: Time is fleeting. Oh, yeah, and Skull Kid Scott's here.
1: I am here
0: no 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 emphasis i am
2: here
0: (laughs) (laughs) i should do a good all might i won't do it tonight because my throat's feeling kind of sore but uh i i do a surprisingly decent all Might impersonation so i i do i do bakugo but i'm not that angry (laughs) gotta gotta
2: uh,
3: wait for the right time (laughs) i I can't do
0: todoroki because he's got like that smoker's voice like how'd you do that todoroki hard work like think about it. He sounds so like adult because he has that soft spoken voice. So
2: um,
0: that, that Ten, yeah, Ten Tanya is just annoying. It's like we have to do these things exactly how I am telling you. And he's like doing like the hand gesture which I'm doing right now, which you can't see, but I'm totally doing it right now. <laughs> I'm like, not representative. I must tell you, we're going to it, in a very orderly fashion. Shut up, Tanya. <laughs> so, I love it. I hear Academy. It's it's good stuff, but uh, uh. How did we get to Todoroki? Oh, yeah, he did all mine. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> how do we, we get anywhere, ladies and gentlemen? So uh, we do have a fun show for you tonight, including talking about the one of the big third-party pieces of news of the week. But first, what have you been playing? I'm going to go first because I have been doing my best to get through the first Mass Effect game. Uh, and uh, I can be done with it and ready for Ots Path Traveler to tomorrow. Thankfully, I completed it. I completed it yesterday, which actually freed me up time to take care of my taxes today, which just shows how old I am. I <laughs> have to dedicate a day to doing my taxes, ladies and gentlemen. Not even turning them in. i am just gotta get them compiled. Then I gotta turn them in. But uh um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm.
0: But yes, I have beaten the first Mass Effect and now it'll be on pause while I deal with Path Traveler 2. And the game still holds up. I mean I'm playing the legendary edition, so this is obviously the glow up <laughs> version. But um uh, the game still holds up the way they handled like I I remember playing it the first time on my PC years and years and years Ah, okay, okay, okay. And it was fun back then, it's fun now. Uh like the Sovereign Reveal was really cool. How they handled Saren was great. Uh just a great supporting cast like with Rex and Garrus and tally. and uh, I will say that there are some flaws that do stand out. The Mako still sucks. The Mako, of course, is, naturally, gosh, naturally sucks. I had multiple times in my gameplay experience, remember this? Is the Legendary Edition, uh, where the Mako just like randomly got stuck in the ground and i i would try like the jet boosters and the thrusters or i would get out of the mako and it still wouldn't move and so i had to go back to the normandy just to come back down again that sucked um and then there are so many worlds because you're encouraged to explore the the galaxy that you're in and there are so many worlds where you have to like climb up the you know the mountains and whatever uh okay okay, okay and yeah. if you don't and if you don't go like the right path or you don't hit something at an angle the mako like slides back down and Sometimes there's a path up there that you don't see until you get up there, but you don't realize it because you can't tell from the map. So that's really annoying. And there were definitely t- times where I'm like, "Does there have to be something on this world?" <laughs> and I just <laughs> and, and you're like, "Well, Todd, aren't those all the stuff optional?" Like, yes, but you get more story that way, you get more experience that way, which is definitely useful. And you know, more money. I think I had like 10 million credits by the time I was done with the game. I barely buy anything. I just because you get all the bloody gear. Uh, oh, that's the other thing. The gear management system sucks, because you, once you hit 300, you have to keep turning them into omnigel or selling. And, well, you never are in a place to sell them when you're getting your gear. So it's just, ra- like, massive cleansing of your thing, like going down to the bottom to find, like, the one through 3s or 5s that you have when you have 9s and 10s on top. So annoying. Uh, also, Ashley's racist. So. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She's xenophobic that's the term alien <laughs> but uh i mean am i surprised by this no i mean after all she's named after my sister <coughs>
3: oh <laughs> fine.
0: she doesn't listen to this podcast i can make fun of my sister there you suck ashley Both watch virtual. this be the one she watches <laughs> That'd be ironic. and then she'll go to my parents and like complain about what i'm saying about her on the podcast and i'll be like where's the lie exactly <laughs> y'all know you hate aliens
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, there's that term xenophobic, but also, isn't that also being called specious as well, because it's of a different species, would be specious? <laughs> well,
0: but I mean, if we're going by that definition, that could mean that she hates, like, any species that just isn't human in general, which means she hates animals.
1: Hmm, I'm, I'm, I, I, right, right, I'm right. gonna look that
0: up, I actually never heard of specious. That's <laughs> a, I
1: actually looked it up uh, on the topic, I just to type it on the dictionary. is specious a term? And apparently it is in the dictionary, I was very surprised when he
2: discovered that. Oh,
0: here we go, here we go. Speechism is the assumption of human superiority leading to the exploitation of animals.
2: Okay.
3: That's That's horrifying. (laughs)
2: Yeah.
0: And just so I don't get evil hate mail from our many, many fans out there, no, my sister is not racist or xenophobic. I don't even know if she believes in aliens. I highly doubt it. But, I mean if if they if there was a person to be easy to would be my sister.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I am an incredibly open minded individual. Actually not so much. <laughs> anyway.
3: Welcome our new alien overlords. <laughs> welcome <to
0: 2022>, people. <laughs> it's like, oh hi, you need someone you need a sacrifice. Well here's my sister. <laughs> I welcome our alien overlords. And I'm sure I okay, of the three of us here. I know that Will would be the most accepting of our alien overlords, especially if they're shaped a certain way. (laughs) (laughs) I
1: haven't... I'm too deep into the hole to... Again, I have been exposed to many, many things. Let's just say that.
0: (laughs) I'm going to move on before I dig myself into a bigger hole. But uh, the game is still incredible. If I was to review this version of it, uh, it'd definitely be 4.5 out of 5. I mean, it's just voice acting gameplay uh all the all the side missions to help you flesh out the world uh the the twists and the course the supporting cast it's just such a great game and this is the arguably the third best one mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm, the trope, mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not including andromeda obviously because who, who includes andromeda who but, i sure yeah, don't exactly mm-hmm. um but, like, of the trilogy, this is technically the least one, technically. depends on how you view three in the ending, but uh, two is, is the best. So, oh, by um, Absolutely. Everyone agrees that two is the best. So I can't absolutely. Wait. I can't wait to jump back into that one with fresh eyes and full hearts. Can't lose. Uh, <laughs> I am on a full movie reference binge today. I have the Wreck-It Ralph reference in the title, and I just referenced uh, Friday Night Lights. You're welcome. Uh, but, yeah, I can't wait to play 2, but I'll have to wait until I'm done with Octopath Traveler, which, I, as we will note later on, will not be <laughs> a simple thing to beat. So, mm-hmm. But I'm glad I got through this so that I can focus solely on Octopath, because I'm really looking forward to that game. So. Uh, uh,
1: uh, uh,
0: Alright, Will, how about you?
1: Well, for me, I actually I made some dents in my Xenoblade Chronicles 3 Baga, and actually
0: passed
1: uh, the, the almighty, all talked about chapter 5, and yeah 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 i i get why people cried at that chapter and of course naturally the twist in in that moment moments of that part is like all right okay i get it i mean can we spoil it here now we're all in chapter f- past chapter five can we spoil it here um yeah yeah sure, okay, sure. yeah so apparently yeah uh the different timelines again with no one meal with n and m as mobius is like and then uh neil mobius switched out with base mia and it's like wow i mean i get it xenoblade has always been had that reincarnation the different form reincarnations many times in their in their games all of that but yeah if, and in hindsight if anybody's a fan you you could probably see it as a mile away but yeah it's to have Neo basically do a, a swap with another is like wow wow now of course naturally like like why
2: why are you doing this to me why are you abandon me
1: like, <laughs> yeah. I'm getting the whole, I'm getting the really scent of the uh, Revenge of the, of the Sith here. No, no, I, um, what was the third film of Star Wars again? Sorry? Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, yeah. Right. Like, why? I did all oh, of this for you. Like, geez, dramatic much. Yeah. But yeah, it, it was, that was a, it was a nice moment. And of course, naturally, just getting ready for that um next part of it all is like, yeah, that I can't wait. And which, um, I'm currently at like a little after that moment. What you, um, took over the the castle and like going off to that offset island, would you find that, um, level 90 Xenos, I'm I'm not sure you guys encountered it, but yeah, I just being that level 90 Xenos and managed to get his abilities with, um, the, the soul hacker ability. So that's where I'm currently at right now. (laughs) So I'm currently like way like right now, 80 level 85 right now, because there is that one legendary, a dragon, which is 107. Jeez. In one cave, so <laughs> that's why I'm kind of like slowly grinding my way up up there. Yes, I'm gonna be way too overpowered. And... Yes, you are. You're just gonna
3: one shot the main boss at the I, end. I, <laughs> just,
0: a re- just a reminder: I beat the main boss, I believe at level seventy five. So you're ten levels above me, and you're not even at the end yet. You got like a chapter two to go.
2: <laughs> right, right, right. So there's still
1: <laughs> the, a lot more I will encounter. And like, yeah, I can't really imagine what else is going to be. And plus, I still have like a few more characters of character classes to unlock, which, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there's that. But yeah, overall, I am making my progress as much as I can in see if I probably see. But unfortunately, another game has taken over uh, my hold attention.
0: At hold Before you continue, I want to talk about that scene. Okay. So as I've said multiple times on this podcast, uh, Xenoblade Chronicles 3 to me has one of the most beautiful stories I've ever witnessed and the buildup to Mio's quote-unquote death was a big part of that because oh we, we can all say like oh you know characters are gonna die more than likely sure fine <laughs> and but the way they built it up with the whole you're gonna be in prison for a month because Mio's time's almost out and then you're gonna get to watch her die and you're waiting you're waiting for the twist like there's going to be like a new hero that comes and saves the day or something i'm waiting for it and i'm like it's not happening yeah like it's so dramatic like noah is like of broken it's broken (laughs) yes it's a great word broken and uh and is like mocking him like you know you you get to suffer now deal with it and then it's no she was alive the whole time they switched like like you said they, the switch was obvious I don't think it was because the one time we really saw M interact with them was when they fought and so I had no reason to believe that she was unhappy and then when we found out the reason it made sense and I was glad for the shift but like they had me they totally had me with that and like and losing it because he was betrayed by the one he did everything for you yeah, know that was great stuff. Like, a- everything about that came off as so emotional and beautiful mm-hmm, and not mm-hmm. JRPG cheesy. Because
2: <laughs> totally... really,
0: no, like, like I'll give you an example in Zombieland Chronicles Two.
1: Okay, okay.
0: The death of Van Dam. Uh, okay, all,
1: okay. Great, okay.
0: First, first of all, great name, Van Dam. Uh, junk life. Uh, his death, I feel, was RPG cheesy because he he kills himself to you know buy them time. It doesn't. The last matter.
1: stand, the it last stand, stand motif.
0: And as he's dying, he's like shouting at full voice, "Fight your war, fight your war!" I'm like, you, why are you yelling like that? <laughs> 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 it was, like, it was, so over the top, which a lot of those lines in that that game in particular had a lot of over the top stuff going on. But like, that one was like, he's stabbed in the chest, and he's, he's shouting, Rex, fight your war! And then he dies, and it's like, I will, Van Damme, I will fight my war! I'm like, okay. Like, it was
1: definitely pushing the cheese yeah, cheese hammy stuff. Exactly, sure, 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 this, sure,
0: sure. which was, I like you said, I was crying. I was totally crying, and I'm like, oh my gosh, they just killed Mio, Noah's never going to be the same again, like, how is this How is this going to work? And obviously, things did get better, but they held us out there. They were like, (laughs) we got you. She's dead. You know she's dead.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. And especially, like, during you see, like, the memories of Mobius, uh, Noah, and and Mia, like, oh, they had a kid. Oh. And, like, and, of course, their their passing is like, oh, whoa, okay, okay, getting heavy there. Yeah, it
2: gets heavy. And it's going
1: to get trust
3: me. I mean, not just that with the scene, but I also think that they do the like orchestra, the uh, orchestra and the music of that scene just fantastic. Oh, yeah.
1: oh, oh, for sure, for sure, for sure. Agreed, right. agreed, agreed. Uh,
0: also, so we can officially weigh in on this, uh, and I know you, Scott, you asked this when uh, Will got done with it: long hair or short hair? <laughs> officially, what 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 is our choices?
1: Ah, uh, dang it um personally for me i'm kind of leaning on the long hair a little bit but i I do appreciate short hair a bit but the long hair makes a good a strong (laughs) argument scott so
3: i liked her long hair better but i prefer mio with short hair because i've just grown accustomed to that being her Mm -mm.
0: i am team short hair (laughs) and for the basic reason that that's my mio yes i think of mio (laughs) I think of short hair Mio when I think of M that's long hair Mm -hmm. that's not my Mio that's 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 the Mobius yep right 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 although that was really hilarious how we
2: got to choose that because they could have (laughs) easily just
3: they could have just let you keep the long hair and never get the choice
0: (laughs) and and I loved how she was complaining about like it's so hard to take care of Uh, uh, that's just like that's a little those little things that make me smile because they didn't have to do that they didn't need to do the whole scene of you know her complaining uh to the others about her hair and then letting us choose what hairstyle she keeps but they did and i'm grateful for it (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 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 you can continue
2: now will
1: and yeah, like, I will be continuing on with Xenopei Kongo 3, unless, because one, obviously, uh, Octopath Traveler 2 will be coming out today at time recording. But also, uh, Like a Dragon Ishin, the next Yakuza game, is currently out right now. And, oh uh, man, to finally play this after so many years, not be- being a Jap- Japanese exclusive is like, yeah, finding some liberation. And yeah, Like a Dragon Ishin, like seeing, well um Kidiu in his new form, uh Sakamoto Ryoma is like, yeah, the gameplay, it it's basically yakuza but samurai feudal era in Edo and like it feels it feels so good to actually play this game. And yeah, like the historical accuracy of the Edo period, the Tokugawa era is like <laughs> I know, I know, I'm going full wave here, but like Just being in that scene, of course, seeing all the the Yakuza cast um, recasted as these uh, historical figures, you know, in that lore is just, yeah, yeah, it's just basically Yakuza fan service for those who haven't played, especially here in the West. So... Yeah, y- Yaksa uh Like a Dragon Ishin is just it's great. It's great. I can't I can't <laughs> wait to play more. And then of course naturally I have to bounce out. Disc, Ishin, Artifact Travel 2, uh, Izumi Izimic Chronicles 3, and of course naturally next uh next week, yeah, literally next week, we're gonna be heading into season three of splatoon 3, which jeez the waste. T- all these games is buying for my time, and of course, Magic: I guess still going to do with the the past for Fall guys. Uh, Overwatch 2. Jeez, oh, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not sure on choices, guys. I'm not sure on choices.
0: <laughs> that just that just means it's a good gaming season, man.
2: It is it's a gone. good gaming season. <laughs>
0: yeah, I'm, I'm gonna be busy. Like, here's the thing. So tomorrow is off to Path, and I, like we'll talk about. It. It's a pretty long game, apparently. Then a couple weeks, I got uh Origins. Oh yeah! Right, right, and, right. And April is going to be, uh, Advance Wars and Jedi Survivor, so that'll be fun. And then May is Breath of the Wild, too. Uh, right. <laughs> oh, I said Breath of the Wild. <laughs> 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 so, so that, and that takes me up to that'll take me to June and beyond because it's the twelfth. So I doubt I'll beat it in two weeks, but you never know. So mm-hmm. yeah, there's there's it's good gaming season. It's a good gaming season. All right, Scott. Alrighty,
3: so the game that I've been mainly playing uh, lately has been Wild Hearts. Oh, the Monster (laughs) Hunter
0: ripoff? I mean, parody? I mean, spinoff and whatever?
3: I mean, in a sense, there are similar mechanics, but I think the thing that they do with uh, Wild Hearts is so much more interesting than Monster Hunter did. But that's just because I've only played two Monster Hunters prior. Um, but anyways, Wild Hearts I think makes it different because of them introducing the dragon karakuri abilities, which basically means you can build things in the middle of battles.
2: Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. You yeah, can yeah.
3: also utilize those things you build for traversals. So if say if an enemy is trying like if like a big monster is trying to run away from you, you can build like a zip line and just get attach itself to the monster, and then just get on top of the monster that way, which is actually really fun and hilarious.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have seen, like, the gameplay event. Like, that's one thing I'll give a uh, one up two Wild Hearts is, like, yeah, like, the, the building aspect definitely adds a lot more options aside from, like, the rises with the, the, the wire bugs. Yeah, yeah.
3: Yeah, like, I also like it's cool because you can, like, build torches or you can build walls in case, like, you have an enemy that's trying to charge at you and you have to level up your walls so they can't just break it instantly
2: so there's a lot of
3: i think just added uh, value to what you can do i'm still not that good at it but i've never been good at the like type of monster hunter type games just because i'm more of a passive player
1: <laughs> ah, okay 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 okay. okay <shells> but so i
3: just like playing the way that i like to play like the Monster hunter world i was big on using the inside glaive because i just thought it was really fun to just constantly
1: ah, like okay okay, okay propel
3: okay. yourself on top of enemies and just like do giant acrobatic attacks on their head
1: (laughs) right 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 yeah so what i've been
3: doing is i now use the like the giant nodachi sword and Ah, i just build walls to like get on top of anything i want and then just like do a giant like acrobatic swirl to then dash to then uh put your point the sword down and just instantly get a bunch of hits on wherever Ah. part i want to Mm -hmm. put the weapon at So there's a lot that it actually, I think, improves on, which I'm really happy that Wild Hearts didn't just do the route of a copy in Monster Hunter. It actually Mm -hmm. added a lot of innovations to the, I guess, the the genre, (laughs) the formula, whatever you want to call it. (laughs) And so I'm really happy that with that. And also trying it online is really fun and a lot easier than I was expecting it to be. Uh You can just do the hunting sessions or you can request a synthesis or you can even just make like group parties that will just constantly follow you wherever you go with whatever beast you want to hunt, which is nice. Uh, And you can also have the instances where they can just be in your world or you can be in their world and you can just choose to do quests with them. So you don't have to constantly re invite
1: people. Uh, You can say, okay,
3: we want to have the us as three here and just constantly we'll just work out beasts over and over without having to redo the whole reconnecting thing where you can just, have all them all in one instance they don't have Mm -hmm. to worry about it like that because i remember that was a big issue i had with like god eater and monster hunter of old where you had to just constantly as soon as the like fight was over any everyone just got kicked
1: uh yeah 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 but thankfully the recent games like with world and rise you don't they they, they don't kick you out after hunts. so thankfully yeah. For that. yeah 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 so that's that but uh, i do have a question because i have seen the videos of wild hearts like and i gotta say the the, the voice acting I, I give props of it i <laughs> give props to regard to the the authentic near, near authentic japanese accent on the terms but jeez louise do they have to go mix that in Eng- english with full-on fl- fluent japanese like did they yeah like have to go it, mix
3: as, I was actually uh, yeah, thinking about this too but that because it definitely seems like Koei Tecmo took the charge of voice acting because that is exactly how they've been doing their voice acting with the newer Dynasty Warriors iterations.
1: Ah, okay,
3: where it's just okay, like, okay. They're, they're not really acting but they are very good with their accents and they're really good with actual like pronunciation but otherwise it's just very
0: stiff. <laughs>
2: <It's> <laughs> yeah, just...
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm glad to hear that's not just a monster hunter ripoff like that uh, that was my main thing when i heard about it personally like oh it's just like monster hunter but not in it- then, well
3: yeah everyone thought of that too yeah. like i i don't blame you for that because especially with it being the same team around like Tuki den which were basically yeah. just like another monster hunter clone when like, God Eater and Monster Hunter were, like, the mm-hmm. two mm-hmm. biggest things in the world.
1: <laughs> right, right, right. And, of course, naturally, like, like with Koi like, a lot of people thought Neo was going to be, oh, a Japanese Dark Souls. Nope, it's completely separate of its own. It's actually a great a series, like, neo like, its own identity. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: They actually do pretty good combat in that, but... <laughs> mm-hmm. So, yeah, luckily, Wild Hearts isn't just a clone. If you're worried about if it is just going to feel like another monster hunter, just get further than, like, the first two fights, and you'll start getting a lot more creativity in your fights.
0: But what if I don't want to be creative with my fights? What if I just want to kill things?
3: (laughs) Then just choose the katana and do nothing but fight with the katana over and over and over over again. (laughs) Don't tempt me.
0: (laughs) All right. And with that, we will head to the news, because there's a lot to talk about. So, it's time to go down the war pipe. Pokemon Presents. Yes, we are actually getting one. It's confirmed. Not just a rumor, speculation, or our hopes and dreams. We are getting one on Sunday. Uh, Sunday morning, even. <laughs> so, so, I will not, this morning, uh, Will and Scott, I will not be able to watch it uh, upon arrival because i'll be doing a thing called church so darn (laughs) Uh, i'll watch it when i get home and it's gonna be a 20 minute presentation which is not the longest but that doesn't mean there won't be an announcement worth talking about so and at least we know it's coming
1: yeah
3: hopefully it's not just 20 minutes of one thing
0: (laughs) no they've never done that they're too spread out to do something like that but (laughs) I, i i think more than likely because this I guess shortened time frame. We'll get <laughs> uh like some mobile announcements like for Pokemon Go and Masters EX and all that. I I have no doubt we'll, we'll get the DLC announcement for uh for Scarlet and Violet.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I expect th- to, like they, they address some of going to the frame rates here's hoping. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And then maybe one surprise whether it's like a mystery dungeon or something else. I think they're going to do like one big surprise at the end to tease what's coming for the future. Because I don't, I would, I would be very shocked if we get a major, uh, what's the right word here? A major release this year outside of the DLC. The only thing I can think of is, uh, let's go Johto. If they were to go that path, we talked about this last week, but still, that would be the big thing. Uh, I don't, I, I don't consider Mystery Dungeon a big release, even if it is a brand new title. That thing was never the biggest thing here in the U.S., but we'll see. But we are getting the direct or the Pokemon Presents it'll be on sunday 8 a.m central time so 9 est or a 6 pst or if you're in japan really really early <laughs> i don't know what it is in japan <laughs> so we're getting it be grateful <laughs> moving on uh next we have the splatoon 3 news what news? All the news!
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Seriously, mm-hmm.
0: this month won't stop with the news from Splatoon 3, because whether it's Squid Research Labs or another thing entirely, someone is dropping news about this bloody thing, alright? Because Fresh Season, as Will noted, is coming up on the 1st, and of course on the 28th, we're going to get the uh, Wave 1 Expansion Pass, which is not in the Spring Nintendo! False advertisers. <laughs> uh, to get us back to Inkopolis, but just like the last week alone, we have had multiple weapons reveals. Uh, we've had the two stages have been revealed. Uh, one is a, a ruins we're going to get to go to. It's called the
1: Umami Ruins, yeah, Mon- which is quite <laughs> an interesting thing. And
0: then the, uh, what was the ship from Splatoon 2? Uh,
1: The Monta Maria.
0: Right, the Monta Maria. That's coming back. And so that's pretty cool. Then we got the reveal that the big run is coming back. It's coming back next month. And we are going to have to deal with a new king salmonid known as the horror boros. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you thought you thought the salmonids were snake-like before? Oh, they're <laughs> yeah. But yeah, there's, it's it's coming. Then we found out that in April there is going to be a new. I don't I don't know what to call it exactly, but there is a new side event, I guess, for the salmon run called the eggstro work. And apparently Mr. Grizz is going to give you specific style missions to complete in Salmon Run, like, beyond the whole, you know, collect this many eggs. Mm -mm. And you're going to get prizes based on how well you do. So if if you're a fan of Salmon Run, you're going to have big two months in Splatoon 3
1: right 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 like last i checked like uh, on the details they said like um i'm not sure if it's in the big run but also like the 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 extras uh overtime is basically five waves is not it's, i don't think it's gonna be happening like random phases like with the dark the night phases but yeah you can actually get like now play instead of the usual three is five extra uh shifts and yeah you can only expect how what, what kind of hectic it can be but again i'm just seeing like the what they showed off is like you could get over well over 100 um golden eggs. so perhaps it, much more better way to to gain the the prizes of the of the week or like, fill out the, the the line as it is yeah yeah
0: yeah so and i, I have no doubt we're going to be getting even more news about splatoon 3 because they're just like they're just dropping it oh there, that was another thing in the fresh season update they're going to be adding a juke uh, sorry jukebox oh, i was a juke that's what it's called jukebox <laughs> in the lobby i have a sore throat deal with it um a jukebox in the lobby for a hundred cash, which we all should have by now, I mean, my God, it's <laughs> like I, I'm overflowing with cash in this thing. If you pay a hundred things to the jukebox, you can select the track that you play in the in the game.
2: Mm-hmm, so when mm-hmm. you go to
0: a map, you can pick the music that you listen to. And then if you're if you host a party, you get to be the DJ as the host, and you can pick the tracks that you listen to. So if you happen to know that your friend who doesn't listen to you when you're planning your team strategy, you can play the song that they hate the most. Just to screw with them.
1: <laughs> yeah, like okay, whoever holds the cho- cho- choice of music, whoever sits in the bag yeah, shuts their pie <laughs> hole. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, like it's a nice little feature. I mean, yes, pay a hundred gold coins to change the music on the jukebox, but eh, it's nothing compared to like the microtransactions of the games these days. But I oh, <laughs> also, and, and, and you make hundred,
0: make over a hundred cash in like every splat round you do. Like, it's not that you know, <laughs> hard. So, like, what do you Yeah, it's chump
1: change. Like, it's chump change. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And also, we're going to, like, the extra update as well. We're to the music as well. We, like, Table Turf Battle is actually finally going online now. So, you know how, like, there's tabletop uh, tables in the lobby on the second floor? Yeah. Apparently, that's actually a functioning tabletop in the next coming update. So, yes, you can actually play up to, I'm seeing here, up to 10 players can join in one room, 8 players if you're in the show. So, yes, you can actually... Tableturf battle, instead of the usual like going out in the hub and play face up against AI opponents, uh, controlled from the players, now you can actually play real time with other people. So, yeah, if you love tableturf battles, um, yeah, it's coming online and even new cards, including with, um, uh, uh yeah, off the hook. You know, no, no, yeah, well, um, ah, dang it, what was the group's name again? Shoot, uh, deep cut, deep cut, deep cut, deep cut, deep cut, yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. So, like I said, there's a lot coming in the fresh season, which starts on the first. And the expansion passes is on the twenty eighth, so be ready, or get inked. It's your it's your choice. <laughs> all right, do both. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have let's see. Oh yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. So there's two things I want to talk about here. One, in Japan, they're getting gummies for the game. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you're gonna be able to eat choo choos because we all know you want to. And you'll get these little, like, master swords to, like, skewer them.
2: <laughs>
0: How very Japan. And so yeah, I mean, it's
1: creative. It's creative. It's, it's, sure, it's
0: sure. fun. I mean, we're, again, we're not getting in the U.S., so I'm a little bit better. But, what, a, like, what, 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 we can't eat choo-choos over here? We're too good for that? I mean, we are, but still. <laughs> um, and then a uh, Japanese magazine seemed to indicate that the master sword is going to be getting an upgrade in Tears of the Kingdom. We, the reason we say that is because in a graphic that was within the magazine, they showed the different forms of the Master Sword.
1: Different forms of the Master Sword, right. eh?
0: Right, so like how it looked in like Ocarina of Time versus Wind Waker versus Breath or Skyward Sword, which is where we met Thee, the spirit who resides in the sword. And now, and, and, and of course, as we know in Tears of the Kingdom, the Master Sword gets cleft in twain, for all you English people out there. Um <laughs> And so obviously it has to get fixed, but apparently it might get an upgrade. Okay. Which is why a lot of people think Fee is gonna come back.
1: Mm mm That's a, that's a definitely an interesting idea and like to change the 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 form of the master sword, like Yeah, I mean, we we haven't got that since Scarlet Sword because yeah, we have like the base form before it awakened into the Master Sword that we know now, now, now and love. So to maybe like get that alternate form, I don't know, have a three prong, make it a trident or something of that sort. I'll I'll try that Master Sword. (laughs) Could be, could be. That's
2: an idea.
0: (laughs) I heard this is another rumor, um, that the upgrade is going to be tied to how many uh, rupees you have. Because, as we all know, to make a master sword, you have to pay a fee. Of
1: course. I mean, granted, like again, we the economy in Breath of the Wild. Again, we had to pay so much to the goddesses, the fairy goddesses, to upgrade our stuff. Yeah, I I would not be surprised if it was running on on rupees.
0: (laughs) I don't know if he got the joke, Scott. I got the joke. I refuse (laughs) to acknowledge it. (laughs) Oh, you refuse, do you? fine be that way <laughs>
1: and yeah and also just one more thing as well i mean just also as well a quick psa because apparently like there has been a re- the release uh art book of oh, Tears the yeah. kingdom which was, what happened this past weekend and apparently it involved some major spoilers of, of Tears the Kingdom. Here.
0: so don't worry about that we aren't gonna talk about them, but i well, it's right to warn you no i mean it you're right to warn them but continue
2: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So I I didn't check it out just for spoiler reasons, for non-spoiler Obviously, don't want to spoil myself. But yeah, like apparently, like this art book it contains a lot of details We're going to the, the Sword of Tears of the Kingdom. And that will leave it at that because I, I don't know anything about this. I know some people who aren't interested in Zelda looked at it, and yes. And thankfully, some people, they saw it, but they will, will not spoil it for the sake of the players. And then there'll be those, of course, trolling just for pointing it that. So just a uh, quick FYI, beware on Twitter and all that. Just be careful on that.
0: Yeah, and I want to comment on this for the simple reason that this is not the first game in the last calendar year, like, a, like like you know, year to year, that has been spoiled because of an art book. Mm. If you recall, nope. Gotham Knights had that same problem. <laughs> yep.
1: Uh. Like,
0: I'm sorry, how deprived are you that you get an art book months ahead of time, and you think, hey, I'm going to leak it? Why? <laughs> Like this. This isn't even like with Pokemon, where someone found out the the Pokemon forms somehow and leaked them. You know, that's one thing. It's terrible still, but that's one thing. This is you got an art book as a gift, somehow, and you decide, hey, I'm gonna go leak it on the internet. Why?
1: Cloud. Why would you do that? They Clouds. want to be the first.
0: Oh, no, they're <laughs> evil. That's what. And like, uh, and the, the the main the main spoilers were like the character arts that were apparently in there. I did not I don't know who got spoiled, but if I was to guess, uh like Ganon's new form, sorry, Ganondorf's new form
2: mm-hmm, cuz he's
0: obviously in the game. Um probably some of the bosses we fight. If Fee comes back, probably her look in the game cuz she's obviously going to look different from Skyward Sword. Yeah. Uh, Again, Okay, we don't know. I don't I haven't looked at the leak neither as well, but there are leaks out there and we have still got another like a little over two and a half months until the game comes out, so you best be prepared. <laughs> so, you've been warned. All right, next up, it's the worst kept secret in the world. Not really. We all know that. No, I'm not going to make that joke. Ooh, I was going to make a joke there, but it's too easy. So I'm going <laughs> to ignore that and say, we're getting Super Nintendo World in Orlando, Florida.
2: Surprise! Yeah. Surprise!
0: yeah. Uh,. We all knew it was coming. We even talked about it here on the podcast. It was obvious they're going to bring it to Orlando, but when when the uh park officially opened last week, uh the head of the park said we are also going to be expanding it to Orlando and he goes, "Yeah, that's the worst kept secret ever." <laughs> <laughs> He's not wrong. <laughs> so, yeah. I'm happy cuz that's the one I'll be able to go to, Orlando, and they he implied that it could happen within a year.
2: Hmm. Yeah, he
0: said soon. Like, why would you say soon if it's not going to be in a year? So, make of that what you will.
2: Mm-mm-mm. Yeah.
0: All right. Uh, sticking with Mario stuff, we are going to have a Mario Brothers movie direct.
1: Wow. Yay. <laughs> I know, dear of... host. You're you're not <laughs> impressed as <laughs> of yet. Had...
0: I'm not impressed. I am not impressed. Um, I'm just not. I uh. I don't trust Chris Pratt. I don't. It should have been Charles Martinet.
3: <laughs> Tell uh, me how you really feel.
2: <laughs> <I
0: don't know. laughs> so, the the direct is going to be on March ninth, and in that direct is going to be the final trailer for the Super Mario Brothers movie. There are going to be no gaming announcements. They made that very very clear. Isn't that kind of sad <laughs> that they have to keep doing that?
1: ever since the Nintendo Directs, like, oh, oh, it's a movie direct. Oh, see like that. No, there won't be no games. Oh, ever since the Smash Brothers* days, like, oh, would there be game announcement? Oh, game announcement. Oh, announcement for, I don't know, an attachment, an add-on, a plushy doll. Yeah, Like, no, there won't be any game announcements. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so it's going to be on March 9th. The movie comes out on April 6th. Something like that? Something like that. Uh, But it's, it's less than a month away. Oh, uh, yeah, 7th, April 7th. So, yeah, I thought it was April
1: 28th. I don't know.
0: Is it? I thought that was.
1: I don't know. I marked that on my camera. Really yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Either way, you're going to get the director going get the final trailer and uh, possibly some arrivals from the cast. Hopefully, Chris Pratt won't sound like an idiot this time.
1: and i'll give props to the visual for this uh for the the direct and yeah seeing rainbow road here with like with donkey kong mario and wrestlecast i mean the visual looks it it, it pays tribute it pays tribute so so. again
0: i i don't have a problem with the look of the movie i mean it looks great i mean the visuals their interpretation of the world it's how they sound some of them how some of them sound and how some of them act that has me ticked off so but we shall see. Maybe, maybe this new trailer will impress me. I doubt it. But I will watch it regardless. <laughs> the trailer, not the movie. You, were, you've been warned. So, Chris Pratt will get no more of my money <laughs> until Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three. <laughs> there but that, it is. <laughs> but, that, but that's actually a character he's good at. <laughs> so, like I, under, I, I think if nothing else, these directs and some of the things that they've done have proven how invested Nintendo is. In this movie like they want it to succeed as much as possible like they did the tv spot for the super bowl they yeah, showed yeah, yeah. a trailer during the nfl playoffs you know they they want this to succeed they are putting everything they have behind it and doing these little mini directs with the trailers it proves it
1: I mean, again, with, with how much they invest in, again, one of the most famous IPs out there, aside from Pokemon is just like, of course they want to, again, the fact that one is Chris Pratt and of course like naturally team of Illuminations is like, yeah, Illumination definitely on top studio. So yeah, I might as well, yeah, go a whole lot with this thing. And of course, it definitely has a budget for it.
0: Yeah. So again, that's on uh, March 9th. So be ready for that. So that's a, that's a Thursday. Odd choice, but whatever. And also I rechecked the movie is on April seventh. Ah, okay, okay. Alright, moving on to the big game that's coming out tomorrow. Octopath Traveler 2. Uh the reviews for the game came out and thankfully it holds up. Uh, I'm just gonna relook at it just to see how it's doing. Uh currently it is at an eighty four. Which is not bad, obviously. Uh, let me see what the original was. I feel that was a little higher, but. Uh, oh, actually, take that back. It was a little lower. The original Octopath Traveler had an 83. So we beat it by one point.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: and isn't that what a sequel is supposed to do? Be one point higher. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, that
3: is quite literally the, the literal yeah. point. <laughs> <laughs> the literal point, you think? Dang, dang right! Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I'm just glad to see like this game is actually doing better, because again, the first game was great, but they obviously had some flaws that need to be addressed, which I am very glad to see. Like, If anyone has played the demo, then yeah, they clearly improved it much more, so I mean, yeah, this game really is just saved out to be great.
0: Most of the... I looked at the reviews for while I was writing this up, and most of the reviews said, like, you know, the visuals are great, voice acting is solid, uh, the battle system is both the same and yet improved, like, with the latent abilities. Um, the biggest complaint, and this is not a spoiler per se, is that uh, the interaction between the characters still isn't as grand as we probably wanted it to be. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. But okay. The, I don't know how much, that, how much the across paths will do um remember we we are going to get some interactions between the site with the side missions but uh we shall see uh but they said that this is a, an incredible rpg experience you're gonna love it no matter what system you play it on uh the the producer of the game even went on to the playstation blog and hyped up the ps4 uh, and 5 version because you get to run it at 60 frames per second <clears throat> to which i say yes but can you take it on the go with you you <laughs> need to switch for that <laughs> so that, that's good and then the big thing which uh means i'm gonna have a busy weekend ladies and gentlemen is that if you play just through the main storyline all eight paths to their completion you're gonna be playing for about 70 hours
2: <sighs>
0: and if you do all the side quest content you're gonna be playing for up to 100
3: right. give or take <laughs> obviously your condolences to the completionist
0: <laughs> yeah. so uh, I'm gonna be having a very busy two weeks. Basically, I don't have to do any comic cons yet, uh, but I- I'm excited for this. And at least I can say, hey, at least it's not as long as Persona Five. <laughs> <laughs> Either yeah, for... version. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't have to like be like up to the point of 100 hours, literal 100 hours. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Uh,
0: and, and that just that's robust. I mean, and, and, and to be fair, I acknowledge that 70-hour games aren't for everyone. But I don't mind. I, I don't mind. If it's a good 70 hours, like what Xenoblade was, or Persona 5, and hopefully Octopath Traveler 2, I'll, I'll invest. If you give me the game that's long, I will invest. I mean, give me a good game that is long, I will invest. So if, if it's not worth my time, I'm going to stop. And I can think of a few games that had that, that effect on me. But I, I have a feeling this one's going to be spectacular. So and, I, and the original Octopath Traveler is my favorite title from Team Asano. So, and they they had nothing but bangers, but that one is like the pinnacle. And this one, I feel, if they really did improve everything, like the reviewer said, uh, it's going to be a really great game. So, we shall see. All right. So, from great review scores to eBay sales, let's talk Metroid Prime.
2: <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> here we go.
0: Yeah. So, you might recall that the digital version of Metroid Prime has been out since the Nintendo Direct because they decided to drop that thing. Okay. And, but you could had to wait till the 22nd to get the digital version. Well, or sorry, the physical version. Now you can't even get the physical version because they've sold out so fast. And most of them went straight to eBay. Uh, and weren't some we're somebody hey. selling like a hundred bucks a pop?
1: Yes, of course. People want to go and so Soto, saying, "Oh, like okay, base price sixty sixty dollars plus tax, or that's about sixty five dollars if you buy one game." But now on eBay, going hundred dollars plus, just trying to make a profit of double the of the amounts is like, "Ah, uh, just why we can't have nice things." Jeez, yeah. always people.
0: Yeah, and I want to note that, and we'll took a screenshot of this. If you go to the Nintendo Store. You can't buy a physical version because it really is sold out.
1: Nope, and I wouldn't be surprised if even here in Nintendo NY already sold out immediately. And like I know, like places like Best Buy, GameStop, those things are immediately sold out. So I, I doubt even if the first party store of Nintendo here, Nintendo NY would be also sold out as well. So I mean, I'll try it, like, but yeah, that de- de- definitely, if you own one of these physical copies, by all means, keep it close. Keep and it. Don't close. scalp
0: it. Yeah, I mean, can't we stop you from scalping it? No. Do we? I will still it?
3: judge you harshly.
0: Yeah, we will still judge. <laughs> judge,
3: judge.
1: I mean, it's bad enough we we had to scalp on amiibos and amiibo cards, and heck, even like with the reselling market with old class games, with this with of course, with the shopping closed down. But you're doing this again for for, for literally again for uh for Metro Prime remaster. I remember we had the same story when, when the wii version came out when you yeah the wii version and that thing was still so selling on, on scalpers prices oh my god history repeats history repeats
0: i mean it's it's really the we want to call it the gamer's prerogative i suppose if we can make a buck off of something we're gonna find a way like like when the amiibo like remember when the amiibo first came out and the first defe- gen yeah yeah the, the defects were selling like
1: hotcakes Yep, when no, Samus yeah, Samus had two arm cannons. Yeah. which I'll, I'll, I'll give it that one. That one's pretty awesome. Two arm cannons. But <laughs> so like
0: that—that's—that's the—that's the pinnacle right there. And, and they think, hey, what if we did this? Because you know, why not? I mean, you're not wrong on that, but eh.
1: capitalism.
0: Okay. Ca- capitalism. Uh, there's only one I don't way have way to enough escape money capitalism. for this capitalism thing. So, you know, make, make make of the make of this what you will, ladies and gentlemen. It's it it's just the way it is. Hmm. So but hey, if nothing else that proves at least people are buying the game before they sell it.
1: Yes, and it sells out. Okay, great. Uh Nintendo, take this as a sign, make more copies.
0: Yeah. Alright, next up, uh we've already had plenty of presentations announcements, including the state of play that happened uh today at the time I was recording with Sony. Uh, which was highlighted by Street Fighter Five or Six of all things. Oh, it's Suicide Squad. Like, do, well, there really was else there. And, and you wonder why Nintendo dominates when it comes to their presentations because we show more than like five things that are meaningful, and they had like three.
1: I mean, again, Capcom carried that state of play. Yeah, Capcom, Capcom, Carry. Capcom
3: got Resident Evil and Street Fighter in there. Oh.
0: <laughs> all right, uh, but Level Five is now getting in on the game. They are doing a uh, a showcase highlighting many of their titles that are coming up including their new title of police which was announced during the nintendo Direct recently <laughs> and professor layton and the brand new world of, or the, and the new world of steam so among other things obviously so uh I'm I'm kind of surprised by this, but they do have a lot of titles coming out. So okay. that they do,
1: that they do. Level Five definitely has a lot of games that can definitely show off in this uh, pres- their own personal presentation, and just how it is. It's like okay, they again, a lot of people lo- a lot of people want this Professor Lane game and want to have some information, of course. And, and with Decapolis, Police is like interesting detective uh, RPG. So yeah, like Level Five, De- they definitely got a lineup. They definitely got a lineup.
0: Yeah, I, I'm just—I'm very interested in uh, the new Professor Layton game. I want to see, you know, what we can expect from that. So, if we actually get a full trailer at this at this presentation, by all means, that is on—what did I say it was? I think it's March 9th, I think. So yeah, that one's yeah, it's definitely in March. So, some another thing to look forward to when the new month dawns, which is not that far away.
2: Mm-hmm. Somehow.
0: <laughs> all right. Next up, it's the thirtieth anniversary of Star Fox.
1: Oh, it's been 30 years since then? Jeez. Hey,
0: Yeah. <laughs> and still no game announcement for the Switch.
3: <laughs> there um, is lacking some Star Fox on that Switch.
1: <laughs> there is. I mean, technically, if you still all have the, the SCN SNES classic, you actually can't play Star Fox 2 right now if you have that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, I think it's also on the, the Nintendo Switch online services or not. I can't remember. Hmm.
0: It might be. What? The second game?
1: Yeah, yeah, the Star Fox Two. Uh, because I know it's on the SNES Classic. I yeah, don't I don't, if...
0: I don't know if they, if that they. Um, sorry, I don't know if they put that on the Switch Online. Um, I really can't recall. I know the original's on there. But... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I, I really do want a new Star Fox game. Like they really messed up with Zero. I don't know what they were. I mean, visually, it was final. It was good. I I like the visuals of it, but the gameplay was just wrong and like the chicken walker thing. And it was basically just N64 all over again, but with slightly new stuff. We need something bigger. We need something new. We need something fresh with a massive online component.
1: Mm-mm-mm. Right, right, right. And again, the fact they had planning games to help out with this thing is like, okay, it shows. It shows. It was it was a pretty looking game. It, it, again, just the fact like again using the Wii U gamepad and then like all that uh, uh, jigs is like, yeah, didn't t- it just turn people off. So uh, yeah, to think that again, seeing like new artwork from I believe one of the original um creator designers of Star Fox. Um. Yeah. With with his new the third the dirty celebration look, and I can only imagine what would it be if if there was a Star Fox that if it was successful, like. And now, what can he do now? They have to go literally go back to zero, and like, what can he do with Star Fox? I mean, again, we we don't have that many Star Fox games out there. So yeah, the world's out there. There's of course F Zero. Um uh angle on it. There's also just like I don't know. There's a lot of stories you could definitely talk with of, of Star Fox and I don't know. Do the Mario treatment, give it a movie. I don't know. Or give it a, a cartoon anime, like we said many times over. Just so many things they can do. But again, Miyamoto and who else? Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna be willing to take that risk once again. But yeah, like you, Todd, I really do want to see Star Fox again revitalize. I mean heck, just bring back Star Fox yourself, so then I'll be happy.
0: Yeah, and, and for like the online components, they it's very easy to see like what they can do. They can have a mode that I would call Team Star Fox versus Team Star Wolf. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 4 V four, you you pick your characters and you can even like have like expanded rosters that you can unlock uh from the various games in the series. And you just go at it in like elimination style or team deathmatch and You know, or get the most points or whatever. You can have a lot of fun and just make this massive, like, sphere of space that you can be in. You You still have borders, but you have to take place in here and, like, everyone's flying around, dropping bombs and lasers. It would be so cool, but they've never really done that.
1: Mm, no i mean like i get it like if the the dog fighting formula of any like uh, air fighters like yeah okay you gotta chase some tail and like do barrel rolls and all that and if any any if any additions like yeah put into like this extra features mechanics like i don't know a la Titanfall of some sort like that but yeah it's i just can't help but wonder what could there's definitely ideas out there just like wonder if they just act on it
3: and there's definitely ways you could revolutionize and innovate on Star Fox. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, the big thing is, like, if you recall, I think it was like last week or the week before that, Retro made a pitch for a new Star Fox game that would, like, be a direct sequel to Star Fox 64. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. one of the things is that you would do not just main missions, but side missions, and you could uh, determine how much money you give back to the Lilac system uh, for General Pepper. So that you could help rebuild the system, and or you could use it to build up your ship and uh, gain new abilities and all that. I like that idea of, you know, your, the mercenary lifestyle and how you use that to help everyone. And I just we need new enemies, we need we need new worlds, we need expansive, you know, places to fly, epic space battles with St- Team Star Wolf, because we know they're still out there. Um, and all I can think of is that Nintendo is you know slowly turning to the dark side. And you're like, well, wh- why would you say that, Todd? Because you- I can hear Fox McCloud say, hey, we're ready for the next mission. And Nintendo goes, can't let you do that, Fox. <laughs> I- I'm appreciative of at least Scott getting that joke. I have w- I have one person getting my jokes. This is the, uh, the curse of being a host, I suppose. Anyway, I do hope that they- we get a new Star Fox game soon. It would be awesome. So fingers crossed. All right, next up, uh, Will said his name, but now let's talk about Shigeru Miyamoto. Uh, The legendary creator did a massive interview recently about all things Nintendo, and he made made some interesting statements, including one that said that they're always working on something Mario-related. Yeah. So, he didn't say that we're going to get a new Mario game soon, but he also didn't say we're not. (laughs) So, you know, Super Mario Odyssey 2 might still be on the table. Just saying. Uh, Uh, he also talked about Super Nintendo Land and how that took away from certain things with the development and the Super Mario Bros. movie. But the big thing was that he's been called the Steven Spielberg of video games because of his contributions to Nintendo and the game world as a whole. He apparently doesn't like that, but he also doesn't mind Nintendo being compared to Disney. Oh. Yeah, he says he doesn't mind because Disney has that you know, family appeal and nintendo has that which we all we've all known for decades but he 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 likes that versus being called the steven spielberg of gaming and a lot of people thought that that was like just a very corporate answer so, <laughs> it's not about me it's about the team but uh yeah
1: i mean comparing miyamoto to steven spielberg is kind of a bit of a stretch because again steven spielberg is just he's steven spielberg like again Animaniacs to to all these other great shows and movies and Miyamoto. I mean, he he is quote unquote the godfather of video games, but uh, Steven Spielberg of video games. In...
0: I, I think the I think the comparison lies in the fact that they they were the reason that we have so many of these amazing IPs. Like like you said, Spielberg. You think of Animaniacs, which sadly just ended its run on Hulu. You think of Jurassic Park. You think of E.T. You think of, he technically helped with Indiana Jones. Uh, he helped out, he does, he's done so many things. And then you think of Miyamoto, what has he done? He's done Mario, he's done Zelda, he's done Pikmin, he's done uh, Donkey Kong, you know. He made all these IPs that we now know in Revere, just like Spielberg make all those movie IPs that we know in Revere. And sadly had Chris Pratt starring three of them. But, <laughs> <Jurassic>. <laughs> hey, the first Jurassic World was good, the second two, yeah. Uh, but yeah, I can see the comparison. But if Miyamoto doesn't want to be compared to him, that's fine.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. All right. Uh, we're almost done. Uh, next up is Sonic Frontiers, because Sega has said officially that the game has exceeded expectations in terms of sales numbers. If you recall, uh, when we last heard about their sales, they were about at three million units sold, which is really impressive mm-hmm, for that mm-hmm, franchise. Mm-hmm. Times. And they said that the uh, sequel to Sonic Frontiers, whatever it is called, will have a bigger budget.
1: Good, (laughs) not
3: gonna lie, it's about
0: darn time Sega actually put a budget behind
3: Sonic. (laughs) 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 Hold
0: on, hold on. I know why you're saying that, but Frontiers proved they had a budget. I mean, think think how think how big they went. They had the open world. They had the massive skill tree. They had the big boss fights that were basically Dragon Ball Z fights. You know, they had a budget. It's just they don't always use it in the way that fans would like. But if they put even more money behind us to refine the game even more than the sequel, it's definitely going to be better than the original.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure, sure, sure. Then you can quality of life improvements expand on the open zone gameplay, which they featured in that in Frontiers. And yeah, just as long as they bring back the awesome soundtrack of, of Sonic and the mood of it all, then by all means, I I think they just put in an awesome soundtrack with Sonic. I think you pretty much can cover it a little bit. <laughs> yeah. There
0: you go. <laughs> we'll see. Uh, obviously, this game won't be coming out for at least another couple of years, but if they're working, on, if they start working on it now, I think there's hope. I think there's hope
1: and apparently maybe enough to go and summon tyler back to the podcast maybe
0: <laughs> i don't know it's it's been 84 years well it's just <laughs> it's just been so long
3: it depends uh, if the the sonic has a gf knightly uh reveal then we'll get him back Joff, <laughs> Joff, Healy.
0: Joff. It's, like, Joff.
2: <laughs>
0: it's like we we here at the game awards completely uh, condemn any hatred towards our video game brethren and here's Sonic Frontiers 2 <laughs> you, you know what you've done Joff you know what you've done all right and finally uh, the Wii U 3DS eShop will be closing soon what's the exact date Will?
1: Uh, at the late pretty much at the end of uh, March so I believe it's on the 27th if I recall correctly but at the end of the March so uh, you have little a little over of the March? uh <laughs> okay like, 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 be, of march, so yeah so just a quick reminder of all you have just about a little over a month to get those uh a wii u exclusive and 3ds exclusive uh demos or games and you can only Make the any last minute purchases to make till then. So yeah, make those last minute purchases, get those D.O.C.s for final fates and all that. And also make sure uh, download that uh, um that uh extra D.O.C. pack for Xenoblade Chronicles X, uh, not Xenoblade X, Xenoblade X. Sorry, X. X, Chronicles. Uh,
0: <laughs> the one, the one port we have not gotten. One, we have one port we have not gotten. It's wrong. I digress. But yeah, you have <laughs> you have a month. Don't miss out. Okay. All right, now to our main event. And it's a very interesting main event because it's not solely about Nintendo per se. So if you don't know, there is a major war going on. It's called the console war. Okay, I can't. Uh, there's there's actually a, a, a sub-war going on in the console war between Microsoft and Sony. Nintendo's eating popcorn and, and raking in the Switch money. They can't be bothered by this. But that was a joke. Someone laughed.
2: <laughs>
0: that was a, that was a solid goal but, uh, whatever fine maybe if i said michael jackson eating popcorn and whatever uh so sony and microsoft are in a very bitter battle right now because if you recall microsoft bought active okay they're trying to buy activision blizzard that on its own wouldn't technically be a bad thing except that activision blizzard has some of the biggest IP in the world right now, not the least of which is Call of Duty. And Call of Duty is such is such a grand franchise that sells like what, like 10 million easy in the first week of a release of a t- new title. That yeah. Sony decided, hey, it's not a good idea if they have that power to say where Call of Duty does or does not go. So they're suing through the FTC. As the Federal Trade Commission, uh, to stop the merger. And they're actually gaining ground. Like, it's going to battle in Europe specifically. But uh, so uh, Microsoft has said repeatedly that they are not going to restrict Call of Duty or any of the other IP to just PC and, and Xbox systems. But Sony doesn't believe them. And so this week, Microsoft kind of proved this point by making a deal with Nintendo for the next 10 years, to ensure that every Call of Duty game that comes out will be on a Nintendo platform with the same content, full parity. Huh, okay. And so this got me thinking, what other companies should be making these kinds of deals with Nintendo to get these third-party titles that typically are multi-platform? to be on the Switch or in the future Nintendo systems, full stop. So we will discuss our findings in a new session of the NEP Secret Society. All right, I call this NEP Secret Society to order. First of all, we need to talk about a comment made by Activision Blizzard because... They were already in the wind. They were already getting our good graces when they said that, hey, we're going to give you Switch guys Call of Duty for the next 10 years. And then they released a statement saying that Call of Duty will will run, quote, as you would expect on Nintendo platforms.
3: Um, There's so many questions with that
2: phrasing. Phrasing?
0: (laughs) Yeah, I don't. Okay, if you if there are so many ways, that, the better ways that they could have said that, like what does that mean? As you would expect, because outside of certain recent titles, the expectations of certain switch ports outside of ones made directly by Nintendo is that they aren't exactly that good.
1: <laughs> nope, nope.
3: No, you have very few kind of developers who can do really well with optimizing on Switch. Mm.
0: Yeah. Now. According, this came from Microsoft President Brad Smith, and he said that it would it would work exactly the way people would expect. Now, the site that quoted him said to a high technical standard. What whether that's what he meant is unclear. But I would seriously hope that they didn't like just sign with Nintendo and then wouldn't do the work to make sure it runs well. That's what you call mean. We give you what you want, but not exactly in the way you want. You know that kind of that whole paradox. Not not fun. <laughs> but let's give them the benefit of the doubt this time. This time, and say they're going to make high quality ports. That they're going to make this worth it to the Switch owners. I would hope so, because there was a time when Call of Duty games did come to Nintendo platforms. They weren't always the best. Like I remember a certain certain Wii versions of the game that were yeah. questionable. <laughs> uh, we don't talk about that. We <laughs> don't talk about that. about that. We don't we don't not talk about the art number of Star Trek movies. Uh, that's a deep cut joke. You don't have to get that one. That's a deep cut joke. Uh, it's college humor. Um, like the channel. So, Star Trek versus Star Wars. Look it up. It's a really funny skit. But if if we if we can assume. Uh, no we we no, we know should never assume if we can assume that they will do high quality ports this is a huge win for nintendo because okay call of duty is one of the big franchises out there um this would definitely bring people to the switch and i would argue that if like let's let's just say we started it's, it starts next year uh once the merger potentially goes through um that this happens it, it's just going to be good for the Switch as a whole, because it, it'll be a portable Call of Duty, which not everyone can do, and this this opens up options for those who love the game. I think more people will be willing to try out on Switch if it's a good port. So, now like uh, Nightyear Automata, when, I, when that finally came to Switch, like that was a quality port. Persona 5 was a quality port. Sorry, Persona 5 Royal was a quality port, and so on and so forth. So, it's there. So, the question is, what other third-party titles that are typically multi-platform like i'm not saying a halo or uh final fantasy 7 intergrade yes i know we got uh uh rebirth not rebirth um crisis core but that was that was a special situation that wasn't a full remake you dig Mm-mm. so uh it was a
3: remaster ache
0: yeah remasterake. there you go uh, or, or god of war there we go there's a good one like I, i'm not saying we'll get god of war on switch but what franchises from typically multi-platform uh uh ways of thinking could come to switch and should be on switch and future nintendo platforms uh i'll i'll start with a great example i would love street fighter on switch again like street fighter or i'll throw in marvel vs. capcom if they ever get that oh thank goodness yes please <laughs> no, well, okay we gotta be clear here we gotta actually make a good marvel versus capcom game again <laughs> we don't want to talk about infinite now do we no. but if they get their act together and make the quality marvel versus capcom title or they decide to make street fighter multi-platform again beyond the pc that would be huge for switch like i guarantee you that would sell sell well on switch as long as it's quality port like i'm talking not mortal kombat 11 port uh... I can hear Tyler screaming at the mention of uh, Mortal Kombat
1: on Switch. <laughs> don't don't.
0: <laughs> but like we know that we know that uh fighting games sell well on the Switch. We have multiple cases of that, not at least which is Smash Brothers Ultimate. And even what was it? Super sorry. Super Street Fighter Two, the you know, like the one that came out in twenty eighteen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah. twenty seventeen at the launch month launch window. Like that sold over five hundred thousand copies in like a month. And that was Street Fighter Two. Like okay, so so if you if we could if we could have gotten six, like even with like a slightly toned down graphical setting, as long as the gameplay was great, I I'm sure it would sell well on the Switch. So
1: I mean, locally wise, it would probably be good if it's played as a local game. But if, again, now with Street Fighter being so heavily um, online based, and of course naturally, of course with the um, with all the infrastructures they expect on like a, a be it on PC or PS5 or a series, then yeah, it's being on Nintendo. Like yeah, again, unfortunately, you gotta I I gotta criticize them again that with their on with their current online infrastructure right now, if they can do something similar to like what Splatoon's online infrastructure is, then perhaps. But at the moment right now, I probably would not. But I would love to see like Street Fighter 6 on Switch if they decide to do that. Yeah. Uh.
0: And then going back to Marvel vs. Capcom, that one's like a less graphically taxing game, especially if they go back to like the MVC three, where that was much more stylized graphics, which Mm -hmm. we know could totally work on the Switch.
3: Absolutely. Plus, I mean, it's going to be showing up to Evo now, so maybe we'll get a port of that.
1: Oh, probably, probably. Like, oh, Capcom, like, yeah, we're bringing, yeah, Marvel Capcom, Capcom, yeah, we're bringing it to the Switch. Okay, (laughs) (laughs) I would, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that.
0: So those are like two of my early picks, if they were to happen. I'm not saying they would, but I don't think Street Fighter Six coming to the Switch just because Capcom's really going all in with the the PS5 launch and the the PC launch. I think it's going to PC, right? I think so. I think. Let me go look. <sighs> it I know. I know that I know that Street Fighter Five was on PC. So let me look. Uh, oh wow, it's going full multi-platform. Yeah, it's PlayStation's, Xbox, and Windows. Fine. So yeah, it's just Switch thanks a lot guys <laughs> yeah it's, it's so fair you know we were the system that you know really helped street fighter and we're not getting the game thanks a lot guys let's all right so enough from me what would you guys like to see from the third party
1: hmm. i mean i'll leave it to you as i'm actually starting to think of mine yeah <laughs>
3: I guess the question for me uh, comes, is this like third party that could eventually come on the Switch or is owned by, say, like Activision that we could see on the Switch? Think, maybe. think
0: about think of it like this. A third party game that typically is multi-platform that is not usually exclusive to one system. So, like again, we're not going to get Halo on Switch. We're not going to nah. get God of War on Switch. But Street Fighter is multi-platform. So we could have gotten that on Switch if Capcom actually listened. So think of it like that.
3: Well, I always go with one series that constantly keeps missing entries on the Switch would be Neptunia. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You just you can't resist, can you? My hey, gosh. if you give me the option, I will always refer to it in some regard. But yes, <laughs> we do have some Neptunia ports, but we don't get like any of the newer games. They have to like wait like a month to a year to a few years before they actually decide to port sometimes, and sometimes i will just skip it flat out. As far as I know, we still don't have the Rebirth series on Switch, at least in English. Right, right, right. And so that's one big one that I'd want.
0: Oh yeah, that's a that's a big one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's big to me. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> All right. I guess. Fine. Be that way. <laughs> Will, have you thought of any?
1: uh i mean the f- one that kind of like pops into my mind and like kinda, like one that i'm surprised they haven't actually considered a little bit like we just talked about it earlier right now why not bring mass effect to switch like i i could, maybe it's a bit too demanding here and there especially with the whole mako thing like easily that or maybe they couldn't do it but yeah i could feel like they could possibly bring in like i don't know mass effect into the switch because they yeah, they did it on the wii u why not bring it here to the switch I mean that could be something, and another series that I mean they have touched on the Wii U a bit, but not recently. I mean, like breaking Assassin's Creed, like.
0: I-, I was thinking about Creed because Creed has been on Nintendo platforms before that. I, I played three on the Wii U. That's the only one I ever played, mm-hmm. and with them going back to a smaller base with Mirage, Mirage could totally work on the Switch.
1: Mm-hmm. That would actually be good mm mm So, like, yeah, Assassin's Creed, all that. So, there has been, like, there's been some, like, third parties that multi-platforms that could, definitely could possibly do well on Switch. I mean, heck, even, I don't know, like, the crazy game series probably bring it over here. Like, why not bring in Dead Space? I know, I know, like, people have been clamoring for a horror game mm-hmm. to come to the Switch. I mean, the next game we'll be getting is the Fatal Frame, new Fate Frame game that's coming out later on. So, why not bring in more um horror games studio and heck dead space remake was so great and like yeah why not bring it here to the switch i mean we hadn't got any dead space games since extraction on the wii and that was that light rail shooter thing so why not bring Dead space so i mean i I know i'm thinking like closely to activision here but those are, are the games i can feel like they can definitely work or i don't know like another thing what well, no no grant Tur- i was thinking Gran turismo but that thing's mostly f- heavily focused on sony side so that's what generally sony exclusive so i don't know it's there's definitely a lot of um third party out there that i want them to come to switch but again I-, I just think generally nintendo and all that and sega has more or less been covering uh nintendo for the most part oh yeah sega like, yeah they've done persona yeah just continue on bringing on more of it i mean they that shimigami tensei they came not do doing that give us more yakuza yeah 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 i was really, i was going to that yeah like i said yakuza on wii why not continue with the trend of yakuza switch but no and i i do remember the what you said todd like yes because it wouldn't match with the family friendly console of nintendo <laughs> if, if what are we
0: talking about here Which, <laughs> nintendo has has gone beyond the family-friendly thing in recent years i mean we have we have persona 5 on Ro- for persona 5 royal on switch that's m rated
1: Right, so- uh, uh, and heck i'm going to say yes three three and five which are yeah, you, have, dark. you
3: have a switch exclusive with smt5 and that's him <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: so yeah yakuza team make do the right do the right move Negoshi's out of the team right now so yes yeah, maybe bring it to the switch because, again, Yakuza on the Switch would be would be nothing but statically amazing. So, yes, and have finally listening to Bakamitai on the go, yes, that would be great. Yeah, uh, so. I mean, even
3: because uh, I've played Yakuza 7 on the go, I think that would actually be a good one to have on the Switch.
1: I mean, granted, yes, there is a Steam Deck, which people can play right now on the Steam Deck, sure, but I don't know, bring it on a Nintendo console. You've done it before. <laughs> why not do it now? So, yeah, just... Well, there's more Nintendo Switches out there than there are
3: Steam Decks, so that's also just a big reason to have it on the Switch. Correct, <laughs> very
1: much correct. So, yeah, like, Sega Properties. I, yeah, there's a lot of games that I, I can imagine, but, yeah, like, those are the things that pretty much happen to my mind, so yeah th- th- those things yeah yeah
0: yeah i think i think what people ignore is that because of the quote unquote great graphical leap between nintendo systems and the others from sony and microsoft that you can't bring these titles to the switch you can't it uh, it does at times take the right title but you can as long as you you know do the work like, near automata was a great example it had high praise for its switch port because it didn't lose all the graphical quality that it was known for on the other systems persona 5 royal was flawless on the switch and there are other games out there that because of their graphical style you could easily port to uh the switch if they put the right team on it and they actually tried to make it work that's the big thing. You can port anything you want if you actually give a crap on, like, Tales of Symphonia.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's a sad... Yeah, don't do a Bandai Namco. Yep.
0: Yeah. So... uh, Oh, there's one. How about Tekken? Yeah, we
1: haven't done that in a long time since we. Now, I
0: acknowledge that this would probably be hard, especially because Tekken 8 runs in the Unreal Engine 5. But there's got to be a way. Like... And obviously it will still look better on uh the other consoles, but if you can make it look good enough, people are gonna play it
1: yes, <laughs> so,
0: and sometimes that's enough that you can just you can just play it on the system, and I don't need like the uber graphics as long as the gameplay is good okay i don't need Do people play
3: tekken only for graphics
0: <laughs> well the team the team especially with eight made sure that it looks like gra- as graphically pleasing as possible um okay that's that's your choice like they they wanted to show like the rain actually coming off of the models like that was that's what they showed in the first trailer was like the rain, like actually dripping off of the the character models i'm like sure I hate to rain on your parade but we don't always care about that
3: <laughs> fighting games you care about how good your fighting is
0: yeah <laughs> i mean we all know that there are certain fighting games that focus on the looks of their characters Hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> My share nearly. <laughs>
1: hey, I I get, it. I blame, I do not blame soccer. I blame the gaming board. I think we could have been in Smash, thank it. <laughs> oh yeah,
0: oh, okay, this is not, this doesn't have to do with this topic, but what was the game? The character who had that article written about her thighs?
1: Oh, Atelier Ryza?
3: Yes. Yeah. Oh, Ryza 3. <laughs> there,
0: there is an article. Someone wrote an article. Noisy about... Pixel,
1: I believe. Noisy yeah, Pixel. Yes. Shout out to you, Noisy <laughs> Pixel.
0: Yeah, they did an article of comparing the size of the main character's thighs going from game to game. And all I can think of is, boy, I hope that character's not underage. <laughs> 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 is she? She
1: grows. She grows into a lady. Don't worry. FBI won't get ya. <laughs> I'm,
0: just, I'm just saying, like, it's, like, if, they, if, they did, if they did that with Chun-Li... Who uh, who obviously abuses the thigh master to call boomstick from death battle, um, like that's one thing. But when I look at some of these JRPG characters, like almost all of them are underage, and I'm like, and you're writing an article about how this girl's thighs grow from game to game, like, should you be doing that? But if she really is, you know an adult by, you know, later in the game series and that's fine, I suppose, but it just like really took me aback when certain someone posted that in Discord, like, hey, let's look at how big these thighs have grown <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: At least Noisy Pickle knows about culture and again, the, the old saying, big thighs <laughs> saves lives
0: <laughs> unless, unless they're Zangief's thighs because, <laughs> as he noted in Wreck-It Ralph, I break men's skull with my thighs like, Zangief, Zangief, you are a bad guy but you're not a bad guy <laughs> that was a great scene I love wreck Ralph, it's one of my favorite movies of all time but uh, yeah I was going to make a joke about Chimley, but I don't want to, I like the character too much oh, dang <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean,
1: again, uh, I might as well continue on the Street Fighter thing, again, with Cammy and all that, yeah, it's just yeah, there's definitely just so much things that uh, could be said Oh we, know. Uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, we know that there's there's so many things that could be said. <laughs> but uh moving on. So I, I think okay, so let's let's change it to this to end the conversation. Mm-hmm. Should Nintendo, should Nintendo try and seek this kind of deal that they're making with Microsoft with other franchises, with other companies, to ensure that they get as many big name titles to their system as possible huh. the reason i ask that is and i'm just being a blunt here i feel this deal is has nothing to do with nintendo um, absolutely not uh, this uh, is all uh, about <laughs> sticking it to sony because microsoft yes. has, like i said has denied that they were going to restrict call of duty should they be able to get activision blizzard this was their way of proving it because nintendo of the three Main consoles is the one that has gotten Call of Duty the least in recent years. Right, right, right. Mm, I yep. can't, I can't, I think the last one that was on the system was Mo- uh, Call of Duty Black Ops.
1: Smash on the Wii U? Home, one,
0: there was a title on Wii U. I know there was one title on Wii U. I don't think any of them came to Switch. If it was, it was the cloud version, and no one likes the
3: cloud version. Yeah, 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 yeah. It. No. Get rid of cloud version
0: games. Get native. Yeah, native. Hot copies, <laughs> please. And, 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 uh, a, a franchise is calling to me. I see, a key. No, it's a blade. No, it's a key blade. Oh.
3: You're just trying to make me
0: cry now, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. No, 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 no. yes, Kingdom Hearts. We all know that should happen. It won't. Screw Square Enix. Uh, also, where's my code for Octopath Traveler 2, Square Enix? I've only been talking about it like every week on the podcast. Like I want, I want Octopath Traveler 2. Anyway. Um, but see now i forgot what we were talking about before
1: basically it <laughs> oh, well, is this and, deal yeah it, it, the
0: deal is is to screw over sony because it's their their way of saying hey we're we're giving the game to the console that hasn't had any call of duty games maybe pretty much for like the last five years if not more and you say we're not going to give them away well here you go and the question the quality aside. It's they could still bring it to the system. It's just they don't have to. They I don't think it's legally binding that they have to make them a good quality. So they they could exploit that loophole should they want. But if I'm Nintendo, I would want to have this kind of deal with Ubisoft, with Bandai Namco, with Square Enix on certain properties, and so on and so forth. So that, okay, we may not get the console exclusive with Capcom. But we might get the console exclusive, but we can make sure that we at least have it on our system to give our players the option.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And even if it's say like a Hogwarts Legacy thing, where you know it's going to be on the Switch, but they just give you a time frame of how long it's going to take for them to make a port for it.
1: Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, like I'm thinking regarding to like for example with like a uh, Monster Hunter Rise I everything mean, That was a time exclusive before it became on the P- on the PC and P- and other Sony consoles. So yeah, something in reg- in that
0: regard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So
3: I my worry know. with this whole deal, though, is the whole. Not only with them discussing it, but it sounds almost like they will just do like a half-hazard job to get things on the switch and not actually optimize it. At
1: exactly, all. exactly. That's what I also That's do as my well.
3: fear of them if they do continue having these kinds of like third party arrangements with other companies is that if they'll see that and then be like, oh well, they're just fine with having a broken game on their system, even if it's there.
2: <laughs> mm,
1: yeah. And yeah, we recently how Activision is adding Activision, EA and all that is just like Yeah. And of course, consumers, here's hoping that all known consumers, they know that the Switch cannot do Call of Duty, if anything else, unless effort is given from EA Activision. And as you know, EA Activision is, it eh, depends. Their
3: effort is limited. <laughs> yes,
1: yeah, so, whole, yeah, like, if they ever decide to bring Call of Duty onto the Switch, like, yeah, I am not holding my breath. Like, one, uh, of course, one obviously is not a game for me, but if they, and there's just already other better options out there. So the fact that you want to bring it to the Switch, unless, like, you're bottom of the barrel, don't have PCs, PS4s, whatever other consoles, then yeah. But yeah don't don't look at me to hold my breath.
0: Yeah. So now to be clear be clear there is still some loopholes to be jumped into here. This was a deal with Microsoft um, about the deal. So if the deal falls through then based on what I'm hearing about this Activision Blizzard will not have to bring the games to the Switch. So this deal has to go through, or so they tell me. So we'll 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 see how it goes. All right. Uh, yeah, I I don't know where this is going to lead. It's definitely big news for Nintendo fans because if you've been wanting to play Call of Duty on the go, now you can see now you have the opportunity. You have the option. If nothing else, you have the option to say, you know, what, I'll just I'm going to try it on the Switch, and let's all pray we get a good port. So who knows. We'll 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 see how it goes. But I do hope that Nintendo at least tries to make these kinds of deals with some with like an Ubisoft, with a Capcom, with a Square Enix, the ones that they know they could say, "Hey, we have been good to you in the past. We've brought your, you know, you we we've, we've given you a place to drop your more outlandish franchises or your risks like your like your Octopaths, like your Mario and Rabbids, like your uh Professor Layton's or Phoenix Wright's, you know, Now, give us the courtesy by bringing your bigger platforms to our system so that we can all profit together. I don't think that's too unreasonable for them to shoot for. But only time will tell. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo Retail Podcast. What third-party franchises do you want to see on the Switch and future Nintendo consoles more often and not being left out in cold? Uh, Do you want to see a new Star Fox game, either on the Switch or the next console soon? Are you one of the heathens who bought the Metroid Prime physical edition and scouted them online if you did? Shame. 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 Are you looking forward to Octopath Traveler 2? And what character do you intend to play as first? And what do you think will happen at the Pokemon Presents on Sunday? Let us know in the comments below. So for Skullcat Scott and Warrior Will, I am Trevor First Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. So. Raise the flag!